was he had the Dishmaelis continue in our lessons on meeting with the King of Kings. We talk a lot also about all the lessons here, how important it is to speak to your God. Now, it is to always connect with God through, through talking to him, talking to him, because there's so much power. We don't have any idea how much power we have in speech and what it really means, the power of speech to talk, bridging worlds together. So let's talk a little bit about this now, about the power of speech and its inner essence. So in the previous shiur, we explained that we can awaken the soul through the power of speech. And from the Pasuk, and he breathed into his nostrils the soul of life, and the man became a living soul. And we learned that the bond of body and soul generates a living soul, which is a speaking spirit. And we concluded from this that true speech is meant to be an expression of the soul. So when speech is not used to express the soul, it's considered the chirping of a bird. So now let's try to attain a deeper and clearer understanding of the power of speech. Our sages said, just as Hashem fills the entire world, so does the soul fill the entire body. The soul fills the body similar to the way a hand fills a glove. Each finger fills part of the space of the glove. And so what will happen if a person is missing a finger? So the part of the glove that's supposed to hold that finger is going to collapse because there is no finger to occupy the space. So in the same way, the energy of the soul spreads through all the 248 limbs and 365 sinews of the body. That vital energy does not spread into a particular limb. That limb loses its vitality. So in other words, just as a person dies when the soul totally departs from a body, so too that single limb will die without the energy of the soul in it. And so if we take this idea further, the inner essence of everything is Hashem. The soul can be thought as a garment over his light. And the body that covers the soul can be as a second garment. So if you want to reach Hashem, you must first abandon your attachment to the outermost garment, the body, and associate with the inner garment, the soul. And from there, you'll find a path to cleave to the creator, the inner essence of everything. And this will make you truly alive. On the Pasuk, and the man became a living soul, Hazal explained that he who exhales, exhales from within himself. So let's consider this. What do we accomplish when we exhale forcibly? Common example is a dying ember. By blowing on the dying ember, we bring its inner flame from potential to actuality. And that's what happened when Hashem first breathed a divine soul into Adam Arishon's nostrils. He actualized Adam's soul. And from here we learn that we can awaken the inner soul as well as the inner essence of godliness that is hidden within the soul, Hashem himself, through a type of exhaling. And that is, just as man's initial formation came about through God's exhaling from within himself, so to speak, so is the constant awakening of the soul achieved 
through some type of exhaling. And this exhaling is going to help reveal the soul within us and make it come alive. This is not limited to feeling inspired or excited. Those states are byproducts of the soul. The main goal is to discover the real existence of the soul. So now let's continue and let's explain the type of speech, which we, we, called, we call it exhaling, which is required to awaken the soul. Our first example, this is our first example. Imagine a group of, of, of men standing and talking to each other. One is called Reuven, and the other Shimon, and the third Levi, and so on. And someone arrives and calls out, Reuven! So, of course, Reuven is going to respond, not Shimon or Levi, because he's called Reuven's name. If he would, be, if, if he would call Shimon, then Shimon will respond, right? Another example, in a group of people, there are those who understand different languages. So one knows Hebrew, and the second knows Yiddish, and the third knows English. So even if one does not call a person by name, but speaks in a specific language, only the one who knows that language is going to respond to him. And so although it's not completely adequate, these examples help to just clarify the point. Anything you want to summon must be called in a way appropriate for it. You don't speak to a child as you would speak to an adult because he won't understand that kind of conversation. So if you want to awaken something and elicit its attention, you have to use the language it understands. So we primarily recognize the language of the body. And as long as one speaks with that language, only the body listens and only it is awakened, not the soul. The holy soul is attentive, but it is listening to hear its own language, words of the soul. So just as when you call a person by name, he will turn back and look for the person who called them. So it's precisely if one speaks to the soul in his language, it's, it's certainly going to turn to him. It has been waiting for a long time for someone to call it. And it's our responsibility to learn, to learn its language. So what kind of language does the soul understand? And how do we bring it from potential to actuality? That's a pasuk. Speaking about the prelude to the giving of the Torah, it says, So shall you say, Kosomar, based on the word Amira, to the house of Yaakov, and tell this again to the children of Israel. And Mashi here comments, Kosomar, so shall you say to the house of Yaakov, this refers to the women. You must speak to them gently. Besaged, and to tell to the children of Israel, punishment and details must be told to the men. Words as harsh as sinews, Gidden. Women must be addressed in the form of amira, a gentle manner, while men are addressed in harsh manner. And certainly this is true on a simple level. A woman has a gentle nature. We have a gentle nature. It's not natural for us to hear harsh words. While a man sometimes hear harsh words in order to break through that hard, very hard outer shell. And this comment also contains a deeper message. As we know, Hashem endowed women with an extra measure of binah, understanding. A Pasuk says, the soul from God gives them bina, And the soul is more apparent in a woman, in us, because we have more bina. 
So if we learn an awesome principle, the language of the soul is gentle speech, which is more present in us, in women, while the language of the body, which includes the intellect, is harsh. And what is gentle speech? The Pasuk states, Tamim tehiyeh, be simple with Hashem, your God. The nature of a simple person is to accept what he hears. A sly person analyzes everything. And likewise, we find the snake was the slyest of all the animals in the field. And that led to the sin of the tree of knowledge, which caused a refusal to accept simple truths. And of course, there's also a detrimental kind of simplicity. A simple person can easily be fooled. But there's a holy kind of simplicity which reflects the inner essence of a soul. The soul of by nature has the quality of simplicity. Yaakov Avinu, who was called Ishtam, a simple man, is therefore considered the choice of the Abos because the soul is more exposed in a simple person. In addition, as the Vilna Gaon taught, the Jewish soul itself is rooted in a dimension beyond intellectual ideas. So when speaking to a person who's attentive and, re and receptive, who needs only practical guidance, there's no sense in speaking harshly. To the contrary, you should use gentle, pleasant words. He already wants to accept and is yearning to hear. But when you meet a stubborn person who embodies the inclination of man is evil from his youth, he needs help to break through his own stubbornness and evil inclination. In certain cases, therefore, there may be a need for harshness. So the body is tough. And the soul is gentle and delicate. The soul naturally seeks Hashem and is not to be pressured through harsh speech. And every true and simple statement gives pleasure to the soul. It yearns to absorb the message. The intellect, on the other hand, is part of the body. And it resists simplicity. And the rule is thus. With a saint, be saintly. With a simple man, be simple. But with a crooked man, be devious. And since the soul is simple, you must approach it with simplicity. Use pleasant talk, softness, and supplication. As it says, the poor one speaks with supplication. Ordinary human intellect, those become sly through the tree of knowledge. We must therefore address the intellect and the language it understands, as such as profound intellectual ideas and even cutting words. And such intellectual ideas can be helpful in breaking the body's resistance, but they cannot address and awaken the soul. So when using the language of the body, only the body hears and not the soul. And so, however, now here's a problem. A person, for a person to speak gently, he has to already have exposed his soul, which is going to then be the source of gentle talk. And speech that emanates from the intellect, but is merely wrapped in gentle speech, doesn't have the ability to awaken the soul. To awaken the soul, you must use words whose source is gentle. And such words can only come from the soul itself. Hazal say, words that emanate from the heart enter the heart. Why? Because if they emanate from the intellect, they emanate from the body and are harsh. And the soul can only be touched with words that emanate from the heart. If a person's soul is concealed, and we want to expose it, we must speak gentle words. And when the soul hears these gentle words, it understands the language and awakens. And the question is, how do we find the source of this gentle speech? 
Bezat Hashem, with Yata Dishmaya, with Hashem's help, let's expand. We're going to expand on this in upcoming uh, shiurim and lessons. But first, it's a suggestion is when listening to someone who truly speaks from his soul, for example, a wise elder or teacher, listen to the soul in his words. Don't focus exclusively on the intellect relating slowly to the external part of what's being said listen rather to the inner gentleness underlying the words each person must find a way to speak gentle words on his own and this is going to come from your soul and awaken and reveal it to in the spirit of the first tongues were made with tongues so every person has to discover your own gentleness and awaken your soul through it and this is the general outline with we're going to try to elaborate on this until each and every one of us understands and every soul will come to recognize its creator amen